Hello, everybody. Am I live? I don't know if I'm live. We're going live right now. Bang, bang. Insta live. Here we go. Are we live? Yeah, we see some people over here. This is interesting. This is very interesting. Awesome, awesome. It's my first time doing this, people. Bear with me. Have some patience. I was hoping to be able to share my screen. But what up, Elise? I failed at uh, getting my technology set up as good as I wanted to. But um, let's see. Today we're going to talk about financial disruption. How's everybody doing with the shutdown? It's not a lockdown, it's a shutdown. So if you work with people, basically, you're not allowed to uh, continue business as usual. And uh, I can imagine that being kind of painful if your main source of income is your job. So you're not loaded, you don't have a bunch of real estate that's giving you passive income. You are not a trust fund baby, you're just a regular Joe like me, and you need a steady income to be able to provide for yourself and maybe even your family. And how do you say it? Um, a lot of us, a lot of us are getting disrupted right now. Um, I guess this is the Amor Muto discovery, where we discover how we get through the hard stuff in life. Today's topic, since I cannot have guests, I'll be sharing is the financial disruption that uh, a lot of us are going through right now. And as a part of the show, the discovery, uh, I think it's all about sharing the tough stuff in life. And right now, the tough stuff in life is this whole financial situation. What I hope to share with you guys today is, um, one, my little, little anecdote of what I went through financially. I call it flatlining. Like some people have experiences with burnouts, like physically, emotionally, mentally. But you can also have a burnout financially. It's not basically a bankruptcy, but you, you, you reach a point of like despair that you don't know what you're going to do, where the next month is going to come from and how you're going to get through it. Um, and after sharing my story, if you feel like commenting, sharing your own story, please do, because I would love to have your input and uh, hear your ideas about how to get through this. But at the same time, I've also prepared. I basically reflected on uh, what I went to when I was in this crunch time, how I had to uh, basically buckle up and get my finances in order. So let's rewind to a couple of years back. Um, I was just breaking up with my ex. We lived together and I was investing a lot of time and money in a business uh, that was that I called Shell Bell. And it was a technological startup. I was trying to file for a patent to... Uh, basically make an adapter for your intercom. So if you live in an apartment, you usually have a little telephone next to the door that when somebody rings the door downstairs, you buzz them in. 
and I thought of the idea because I broke my neck and it took me a lot of effort sometimes to open the door on time. So like it would be nice if there was like some type of adapter that you could upgrade this uh, this intercom system with so you could hook it up to your Wi-Fi. Hello, Dick. How nice you joined us tonight. How you doing, buddy? Dick is a good friend of mine. He's uh, making sure Schiphol still runs. So they're fighting a good fight over there. Lots of uh, interesting projects. But let me not get too distracted by Dick. Just waving a little bit. Um, basically, what happened with the business, with the Shell Bell, I had a technical partner. I was investing a lot of my time and money in filing for a patent and developing a prototype. And at a certain point, uh, my partner pulled out. He wasn't interested in pushing the project further. And um, I also did not get the patent. So basically, my whole business plan was done in like a month or two. And I was left with, what am I supposed to do now? Because I had some prospects of ga gaining income. So basically, my financial situation went from earning not so much money and investing my savings into a business to seeing that investment evaporate, not paying itself back. And all the effort and time that I put in it was useless. And that was a tough time. It was a really sad period because I also just broke up with my ex. It was a tough time because it was basically I had a bunch of my eggs in this basket and the basket wasn't worth much anymore. And yeah, I was I was I was pretty down. I would say I felt defeated. I felt like I wasn't worth much anymore. And I also was wondering how am I going to provide for myself? This this whole shrug, this shoulder situation like I don't know what to do. It lasted for about 2 weeks. Mostly me laying in my bed, being depressed and looking at the ceiling. I can draw you that ceiling inch by inch because I spent a lot of time observing it. But after a while realizing, okay, this is what it is. That's those savings are not coming back. That patent is not coming come true. The business is not going to be a business. It's best to let these dreams go. We got to figure out what's next. And at the moment, I did not know what would be next. And I think that's what's relatable to the situation we're in right now. We just got a little update from uh, our government that we're going to prolong the situation for another month. And that means everybody who is in the tourism industry, is in the hospitality industry, everybody who needs face-to-face -face for their revenues, they might be in a tough spot financially, not sure whether they'll be able to gather enough funds. And of course, we do get some uh, support from the government. But what are we going to do? What are you going to do? That's why I've reflected on what I did back then. And I think the first thing, the most important thing to do is not a very fun thing to do, but it's a very empowering thing to do. And that is to get a really, really clear sense of what your cash flow is looking like and how to downsize that as soon as possible. So it's not complicated. All it takes is a piece of paper and a pen, or if you're 
more comfortable on a computer, a little Excel document. Open up your bank account and look at the repeating costs, the monthly expenses. So you, it's kind of hard to cut off your rent or your water or your gas. But what other repeating costs can you see that you could live without? It's not a comfortable decision. It's not a decision you have to make on the spot. But to create an overview of how you can downsize your cash flow, the part of it that's going out, is really helpful. Because imagine, just imagine you have some savings. Let's say you have 5,000 euros in savings. And every month you're spending about, say, 1,500 euros on living expenses. So that's your rent, your water, your insurance, your energy, your internet, etc. Um, that would mean that this is not considering food. So let's say you eat 500 euros a month to live. It's going to cost you two grand a month. You have 5,000 in savings, it's going to last you two and a half months. And then you're at zero. You might want to push your bank account below zero. But you're basically digging a hole and also not sure when you're going to come out of it. What I would recommend when you're making that list, what your cash flow looks like on a monthly, be sincere with yourself. Which one of the expensive that you have on this list was up? I know you lived a good life, my friend, spending time with your baby. Shout out. Um, basically, the, the question is, which one of your expenses can you live without? And it's a tough decision to make in, in, in a blink of an eye. But if you would consider that maybe your Spotify account, maybe your uh, other digital membership like Netflix or be real tough on you your internet connection whatever subscription you have that you could live without that you could source in another way like telling you to download illegal music and movies just do it if time is uh, if times are tough um that's going to create a different picture so just imagine that you could save two three hundred euros on cash flow out a month just on monthly expenses like stuff that you think you need, but push comes to shove, you'll keep breathing without it. It's 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 worth considering to to cut those things, and that's gonna give you more air. So those five thousand euros that would last you two and a half thousand euro, uh, two and a half months, will last you three, maybe even four. I'm gonna share what I did because when the crunch time hit me, it hit me hard. What I did was basically uh, rent out the rooms I had in my house before I was living together with my girlfriend. We were living a nice life. When I hit the ground financially, I was like, okay, now it's crunch time. I got an Airbnb, some room. Can't do that right now. But you could rent out your room for because there's a lot of people looking for housing all times. What does this mean? You're going to lose privacy. You're going to lose uh, your, your intimacy if you're living with a loved one. It's going to create discomfort. And remember, this discomfort, keep that in mind. Because this is something that, in my opinion, is something that can motivate our creativity when we need to uh, get ourselves moving in the times of disruption. Second part, 
second tip I have. So you've you've done it. You've like cut your Netflix. You you you're not, you're, you're you got your Winamp running again, playing old MP3s, and maybe you've got some CDs using those. Um, what's next? Usually, we consume a lot. The amount of stuff we put in ourselves, food is a big expense on everybody's list, and basically bringing that down to a bare minimum is also very uncomfortable. It's not going to make life, how do you say it, uh, as luxurious as you would like it to be. It's going to create a lot of discomfort. But fact of the matter is a big part of the world is living uh, on a very slow budget daily. People are living for a dollar a day, some places $5 per month. So imagine that we spend three euros on a coffee. Maybe we can do without uh, coffee. Sia says go vegan. This is a good good point, actually. Uh, being vegan means buying veggies and rice or pasta. And you can cook with spices. You do not need fancy vegan products like Beyond Meats or sausages or, or, or all these things. You can basically get all your nutrients from eating uh, beans and like things like peas for your protein source and this is the most important part of this topic how you consume food is you got to stop eating out so right now we cannot visit restaurants so that's that's done for you you can save money that way easy but if i look outside i still see a lot of delivery and and like food food services delivering food which means we're still spending a lot of money on uh, food that is not cooked by us and let's be honest now at the moment nobody's sitting in traffic for hours everybody's home so you can cook cooking yourself is going to save you so much money and cooking yourself is also a great way to really feel that discomfort that we just created by maybe skipping away the luxury um, services that we were enjoying or that we uh, put, put somebody else in our house gives you time to sit with it and it's very therapeutic to cook lets you connect to yourself but maybe you can pick up the phone talk to people about what to do next because this discomfort combinated with the fact that you have to sit with it you are not allowing yourself to be distracted by let's say TV you, YouTube is free but Netflix can take you into a mode like you're not paying attention to your own life. You just zone out and you go somewhere else. Um, instead of doing that, really connecting to yourself and, and really sitting with that emotion of, of I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. What am I going to do to get out of it? Instead of maybe buying a six pack of beers. You're just drinking water and you just put a slice of ginger in it and you're staying focused on how to get out of this situation. And I don't know. So far, I've given you two options, which both have to do with downsizing your expenses. Um, I don't know how everybody feels about things like that. So please drop a comment if you've ever gone through a period that you had to... Um, cut some expenses if you feel like that's bullshit or somebody's saying ask your mom how to make your favorite dish and try 
That's actually a really good one. Takes me back to the memory, the fact that when I was growing up in Holland, we didn't have much money. So I know that a whole family can live off 50 euros of groceries per month. But what that means is that you got to cycle to the market and buy your veggies there, that you know that some products are cheaper at the little than at the Aldi. So you buy whatever you need in your week, not based on your convenience, but you know what is priced better where. And that's basically like a game. It's like a type of Tetris. And my mom was great at it. And we would spend the entire Saturday cycling around town and like buying what we needed for as cheap as possible. That made it possible for us to eat well because we just bought the, the, the ingredients, not the ready-made stuff or the, like the, the half products. And we, we knew where to go for what. And then cooking your own favorite dish is amazing because it takes you back to a good state of mind and uh, also creates a nice conversation with your mom. And who knows, if you keep the one and a half meter distance, you might be able to share the food. Just pass somebody some Tupperware and have a chat. Um, I guess I'm arriving at the last point of uh, my uh, three tips for how to deal with financial disruption. When I put out the little poll asking people who, who is right now uh, financially disrupted by the situation... About 15 people responded and about 11 people are financially disrupted at the moment. So we've got people whose income streams are drying up, who are running low on uh, cash influx. So far, I've been telling you about how to um, decrease your outflow of cash. And the last topic I have, I call it the humble hustle. So you might be, let's say Elise is here. Elise, I know you're a mas you do massages. And right now it's not allowed to do massages. That sucks. And how can you still make money? That's the question. I know people who are working right now are the guys in the Albert Heijn and all the supermarkets filling the racks, the places that still how do you say it uh, serve coffee maybe even uh, basically it's figuring out what can you do at this moment in my ex experience in my past when i hit rock bottom i just had to get a job again yeah elise says zero income i know baby it sucks it's taking a big toll on all of us and uh, i'm curious do you have any ideas i know you could be great at a lot of things online, but it's definitely a shift in our uh, mindset. Getting started with uh, getting clients online when you don't, when you can't do massages. What's Sia saying here? Remember when you were a kid and you had 10 euros for the entire day or work? You would try to prioritize your needs, often based on the price as well, and treacherous as much you can in. 10 euros. Wow. Yeah. Tetrising the 10 euros. Definitely. This is a good one. This is basically, I got 10 bucks and I'm going to make it last as long as possible. And 
that's basically what is important, what is urgent. So if you look at your monthly uh, cash flow list, what is important, keep that. If something's not urgent, maybe you don't need it. Ah, Elise has online breathing sessions through Skype. So Google Elise Unrush. She's great. She's lovely, beautiful energy. And uh, she does massages, Unrush massages, but she does a lot of energy work as well. And you can get online breathing sessions. That sounds beautiful. Hope more people. It's about umdenken, which you still can do. Exactly. That's what I mean. So I think the, the, I'm just brainstorming out loud. Something like uh, a call center is still running. Maybe you don't feel awesome to do call center work. I myself wouldn't feel awesome. But I know Dick, for instance, who's like a top manager. He works like for crazy money. You don't want to pay him. He costs so much money. But when he doesn't have a project, he's just joining a call center. He just enjoys being amongst people. This part that we're isolating ourselves right now, I think is the hardest part of this whole uh, measure. So we've got the despair of where am I going to get my money from? That's a disruption. But what my friend Kuhn was mentioning today, there's this internal thirst, hunger for being in touch with people. We're social animals and right now we can't do that. And that's creating a bit of a itch, sort of a cramp in our system like, I know there are people around, but we got to stay away from each other because it might be dangerous for some of us. And I think everybody's putting in a great effort, keeping the social distance. And at the same time, we just got told it's going to last another couple, three weeks. They added to the situation. Here's my question to all of you. Right now, we got told it's going to last another three weeks. So it's going to be till the end of April. If you're really, really honest with yourself, how long do you think it will take before you're back at earning uh, what you used to earn? Sit with that thought for a second. If you have an idea, how, how many months from now, what month will you be able to uh, earn the income that you used to? What do you think? I myself... Let me see, right now it's beginning of April, March, no, March, April, May, June. They already mentioned June for a second. Maybe. I think the, the build down of the measurements will be around July, maybe August. Doesn't sound great, does it? So that's like another two, three months. How are you going to create a better situation for yourself if you know that your current business model is tied up for the coming three months to zero? And then after that, maybe it might go. But we don't know how people are going to react if, if the whole thing is going to create some type of fear that makes it hard for us to like go back to the social places before knowing what to do. What's up, Jyoti? 
Ah, Elisa says at least three months later from the end of April. So April, May, that's one, June, that's two, July. So we're talking about the same thing. Until the end of July, August, all of us who are feeling a financial crunch at the moment are going to keep feeling it. So the first two measures that I was talking about to like downsize your expenses. Ah, Sia is saying just sign up to do Deliveroo, Uber Eats or PostNL work. I think that's a fair job right now. They're well busy. It's true. It's a way to get money. Maybe even you can see what you can do cooking food from home, having people pick it up. What I'm hearing a lot is that we are getting uh, told to take care of each other. So the community connecting to each other, exchanging services could be something. I don't know if you're great at cooking. I don't know if you like cooking, but hey, if you spent 50 euros on groceries and you're able to flip it, cook for yourself for a week, but also make your potato pie and sell that for, I don't know, let's say you make one potato pie and you can sell it for two euro a slice. There's 10 slices in there. You can make 20 euros and you spent like five to eight euros on ingredients. That 12 euro is going to go into your pocket. And it's kind of hard to think like, grinding it like that but if you consider that for three months your income is basically zero it's gonna be kind of hard to uh, see all your savings evaporate and then still not know when your income is gonna pick up so this is a thing that with being disruptive is important to act now Every day you postpone this situation of checking your expenses, knowing sure what you can skip on, what's not necessary. Maybe you can ask your neighbor for Wi-Fi because he's got deeper pockets than you. Maybe it's time to do, do those things earlier than later because before you know it, the months will pass. Your money that you spent, you're not going to get it back. And then your savings get smaller. And this is me assuming that you have savings. Who knows? You might be already at the zero level. So every month's like super crunch time. I was talking to a friend of mine this afternoon. He right now is a cameraman. He does a lot of uh, video gigs. And he can't do that work right now. Nothing is happening. All events are canceled. He needs to leave his house within the month. He needs to find a new place within a month. Super grim outlook. I had the same talk with him, shared my tips with him. I felt the discomfort and I could see it in his face, like considering things like skipping alcohol. He likes to drink his worries away. Skipping cigarettes. Not only bad for your health, really bad for your wallet. What's going on here, Sia? Neyarones, an app mostly for Amsterdamians. Amsterdamians unite, where you perform services for people who ask it. What type of services? Yeah, what are we talking here? Is this like a legit situation or is it a services type of deal? Like the digital form of the goods and services board at the hour time. Ah, that's inter interesting. Nay, ah, 
Rones. I'm going to write that in big capitals. Nerones. That's a good shout, buddy. Boom. Ah, near ones. <laughs> now I feel super stupid. Near ones. Boom. Near ones. It's legit. An English word. Thank you. So, that's actually a good thing to know that there are platforms online that you can offer your time and services to your neighbors. People who... <laughs> Everybody's correcting me. I suck at the near ones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. So, I like this. You could help people offering services make some money on the side that's the humble hustle right there i think i think that's a real great example of just like what can i do right now to create an income for myself to really postpone the point of no return and that is flatlining your your bank account and i think most of you get this most of you know this most of us realize that if you reach zero, it's not so great. But I think I'm kind of here to rub it in your face that this whole uh, financial disruption situation really requires us to act now. Like, if you do not cut your expenses as soon as possible, you're going to reach the point where you run out of funds earlier loads of people are scared of leaving their house for grocery shopping for instance and ask somebody i'll do it for them on the app yeah that's true i think a lot of people are afraid of leaving the house i went to a shop and i'm in a wheelchair and this whole playing pac-man inside the, the the shop is is insane i think it's just uncomfortable to do shopping and a lot of people know it so Offering that as a service is definitely a humble hustle. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, what I was saying was, you know all this. You know you got to cut your expenses. You know you got to look for money wherever you can find it. And you know that you can save a lot of money by uh, taking the time that you now have on your hands because you are not stuck in traffic. You can do your calls and meetings from your computer, you can spend that time cooking for yourself, save a lot of money there. And this Near Ones app, that's a great idea. I love it. I did not know about it, so I got to thank all of you for sharing it and me for uh, thinking it's uh, Nearones, which is also a nice brand if you think about it. You just got to think about it. What's up, Fine? How's it going, buddy? Um, so this is, this is a question I have for you. Have you already started cutting your expenses? So we got told that everything is going to be shut down for three weeks, two and a half weeks ago. So we already knew the financial outlook is going to be a weird, weird. We also got promised that there will be some type of uh, measurement from the government to make sure nobody reaches this point of no return, this personal bankruptcy. But this is the question. Which one of you has already started cutting expenses? Have you already taken a look at your 
monthlies and your incidentals and which ones you can live without, please leave a comment. Tell me if you have. And if you haven't, why? And is it something that you're considering? And what are the things that you could live without easily, but feel some type of internal uh, resistance towards doing? I can share you from my example. For instance, I used to have a television and um, internet combo situation at my house. And it was costing, I think, 45 euros per month. I think I had Teletve or Tid Mobile. And as soon as that happened, I was like, when do I even watch TV? Who cares about TV? Let me cancel that. It's going to save me half. That's 20 euros in the pocket. That on a year base is 240 euros. It's a lot of money. Spending it, not using it, makes no sense. Never should have had it in the first place. Never got it back afterwards as well. Uh, another thing that I saved a lot of money on was, um, it's kind of sucks to say, but um, basically heating, turn down the heating, not turn it up. <laughs> See, I was, went from uh, four layered uh, toilet paper to three layered. I never entered the multi-layer market. To be honest, I still use sanding paper which keeps everything smooth. That's how I do it. But uh, to be honest, you can also wash your butt. A big part of the world runs on water, washing their butt cheeks, making sure it's squeaky clean. So uh, maybe timing that with the shower. I remember a good friend of mine, he's not so active on Instagram, Ridvan. He needed to save up because they were going to buy a house. And they needed to save up. They needed the down payment. It was a lot of money. And this man is great at crunch time. He always eats the same thing for breakfast and lunch. He eats a sandwich with cheese and ham. When life is normal, he eats two layers of cheese and two layers of uh, ham. Puts it in the toasty maker. And uh, when he needed to save money... He cut his sandwich enough. So one layer of cheese, one layer of ham. You might think, what's that going to save? But if he's buying two packs of ham a week and two packs of cheese, now he's buying one ham of pack per week. It's half. It's half. Elise is paying for the gym because of the support. But now it will be close till June. That's 35 euros a month. I'll overthink it again. That's a good idea, Elise. That's definitely a good idea. 35 a month. I think my gym sent me a message telling me that they will not deduct it. So that's a very fair move from them. I haven't checked if they're doing it or not. And for me, I think it's the same amount. But yeah, gyms, like my sister runs two yoga schools. I used to be a shareholder. I, I, I helped her found those schools and they're two big schools. Imagine this, we're, we're doing this talk right now as uh, consumers. So we have a monthly income and we have monthly expenses just for our private life. What I think about most is how are entrepreneurs who like business owners, how, how, how is a business owner going to survive this situation where you've got monthly expenses and zero income? It's super grim. 
and the the packages that were released promised four thousand euros for uh business owners but if you for instance have let's say you have a what's a good example a barber shop or no they all with it the example is the yoga school because i know it best yoga stool you love yoga.com has a building where they facilitate their classes how much does it cost to pay rent let's say that's five thousand euros a month on top of that you got your insurance that's another 500 euro per month on top of that you got your gas and electricity it's another 500 euro per month on top of that you've got all the software bookkeeping the services that keep your service running another 500 a month so before you know it, know it we're talking about six thousand seven thousand euros a month and that's not even your staff so the government will help us support us with covering the staff but how are you going to take care of a six and a half seven thousand euro per month outflow of cash when there is zero coming in i think the real effects of this whole standstill of the economy is going to be obvious soon when all the businesses are going to see the the meat that they have on their bones evaporate in a very short amount of time and then it remains the question what will happen next for them also i know business owners first thing they do is cash flow management boom what can we cut what can we postpone what can we delay how can we make sure that our bank account does not reach zero? Because if we reach zero, it's game over. We've got to file bankruptcy. And you don't want to do that as a person, but you also don't want to do that as a business. As a person, it's really important to be just as business-minded right now because we do not know how long this will last. We do not know when it will end. And the sooner you act and it's it's not going to be fun decisions and that's the whole point of this exercise the disruption is fun when you've gone through the changes going through the changes might not be so fun so thinking of how you can minimize your monthlies postpone your incidentals or just delay them and maybe this just comes to mind Maybe you got some stuff that you don't use. Maybe it's time to start selling some of your stuff. It might be weird to consider it, but downgrading in materials creates a lot of clarity and space uh, from a mindfulness perspective, letting go of all these things and realizing that you as a person are just as great and beautiful without all these things. The fact that you just need water, nutrition, love and care to stay alive and function. It's something that we do not realize when we're put in this crunch time, like boom, you used to earn 2000 a month. It's going to drop. You don't know for how many months it's going to drop. Creates this sense of uh, like, like something is not right, but this sense of it not being right where does it come from you consider yourself entitled to drinking champagne that's like a weird example i don't know who's drinking champagne at the moment but like 
Imagine you're from the Silver Spoon Club and you're used to drinking champagne and suddenly you cannot afford champagne. You're like, like, my life is a mess. I cannot live life without champagne. How am I supposed to live life? That's nonsense. That's, that's complete nonsense. You know it. Deep down you know it, but you do not want to feel the discomfort of letting go of something you really like and think you can't live without. But when you're able to let go of these things, there's a real weird example but i myself i broke my neck biggest punch in the face i could get was i enjoy using my body to run around and jump around and live an active life and now it's gone i cannot live without an active life physically how am i supposed to enjoy how i like to enjoy life if i cannot jump on my motorcycle or go kickboxing that's being disrupted. That's like my train of thought about what life is about was completely torn apart and I had to figure it out anew. Um, and it's really humbling to realize that you do not need all those things to live a good life, to, 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 to enjoy happiness. But at the moment when it's happening, you want to postpone it because it has to do with some type of pain that you do not want to experience. But as long as you keep postponing that pain, you're going to keep getting more and more stuck. And it's going to be harder to get yourself to the point that you're like, okay, that was something that was tough. And I went through it and now I feel good about it. I still we have some guns people joining us. That's beautiful. What's up, Michelle? What's up, Dylan? You guys came in late. I'm going to give you a quick recap. We're talking about the financial disruption that's happening to a lot of people all over the world right now. So people's uh, cash flow is completely upside down. If you work with people, if you work at events, if you work in the hospitality industry, you don't know when you'll be able to work again. You don't know when your cash flow will pick up again. So we got to stay afloat. And we got to be nimble. we got to be quick on our feet. The tips I had so far were minimize your expenses. Make that list. Sit down. Pen and paper. Bank account. Write it out. What's a monthly that's urgent? And what's a monthly that's not so urgent? Why am I spending this money? Maybe I can keep it. It will make me last longer. And... Um, basically looking at your monthly expenses the second topic was how we consume food and drinks how can we make our dollars last longer so doing groceries at places that are more affordable cooking more ourselves buying half instead of buying half or end products making your own pasta it's not about the fact that you're uh, gonna save a whole lot of money but it's about the fact that you've got time on your hands and you need to use your time to really think about how you're going to get back on top of things figuring out what to do next is something that you do not do while streaming or scrolling or watching me on instagram you do it by sitting down or standing up and really focusing see i keeps mentioning changing the eating patterns and i completely agree like i remember when i was a student 
I would live off uh, noodles, Indomie. A pack costs, I think, like 30 cents or something. And then I would buy frozen peas. And I think I would also throw in some other veggies. But basically, I would have like three or four different types of frozen wedgies and the noodles. And sometimes if I would treat myself, I would add an egg. And it might sound weird because we're all grown up and we're like living on our own. But if you can consider that you can live for about like food wise for about two two fifty a day. That's what people spend on coffee and you have like three coffees a day. So that's going to have an impact. Add that up. You're spending how much on food every day? If you could give yourself a budget, if you give yourself a budget, kind of might feel like you're, you're constrained and you feel, you feel bad about it. If you accept a certain type of challenge, and maybe this is something we can do together because we're all in it right now. I challenge you to let me show, let me show you how much I can make this 10 euros last. Simple, but there's your carbs, vitamins, and proteins. See how you should start this whole nutrition channel thing. I never understood the difference between proteins and carbs. I don't know all this stuff. All I know is it's important to eat well, but it's also important to have a good relationship with your food. And this is what I was trying to mention. If you're stuck in this situation, like, okay, I got to cut expenses, it might feel like you're going through poverty. Well, if you change your look at it, then you'll be like, okay, this is a game. And the game is how long can I make my funds last? I want to be good at this game. I want to be real, real good. So every time you're cutting expenses, you're, you're, you're basically winning the game. And that is a completely different feeling than forcing yourself to be like oh i wanted to buy the nice chocolate but now i'm stuck with the not so nice chocolate while the guy who's playing the game or the guy girl who's playing the game is like who wants chocolate i don't need chocolate i'm winning this game that has to do with making my money last longer and i know that i can go on to near ones the app and offer my services and then if i make some money I might buy myself some chocolate as a treat. So this state of mind of, of looking at it as a challenge, because it is challenging for a lot of us. Like Elisa just mentioned, she's paying the gym 35 euros a month as a support, which is fair. But she's reconsidering that because she's seeing her income stream evaporate. Ah, so what Siam means is that you do not need to eat. Uh, what's it called again? The, the, the mm, I forget the word. There's this ah, haute cuisine. You do not need to eat haute cuisine every evening. You can eat simple food, cook it yourself, add some spices and be on top of this game that has to do with minimizing your expenses. That's one side of the game. And I think food is a really important part of it because it also helps you with your mental health. You're spending time on your food. And basically, it's good for morale. The other part of it was the humble hustle, getting getting some type of income going because if you're 
for instance, entertainers. I know Luan, for instance, he, he writes poems on Facebook every day. This guy has gigs. All his gigs got canceled. He does not know when his gigs will come back online. We're also stuck in the situation of uh, social distancing. It takes a humble person to be like, okay, my skills are to entertain people. All the ways that were providing me money for doing that are shut down at the moment. Maybe I just need to take a box, walk into the park, place a hat there and start freestyling. Who knows? I'll spend two hours there. I'll polish my skills, make sure that I are still on top of my game verbally. And maybe somebody who's generous will drop two coins in there. It's the ego. It's the pride part that's like, nah, I shouldn't be doing that. I'm here. I don't want to go there. And like we were saying, the call center is a place that might be vacant. The delivery services might be something that's available. I know if you're willing to work, there's always work to be done. But thinking that some type of job is below our standards, I'm too good for that. That's the part. That's basically the part that it's going to make you reach the end of your wallet and look at it and be like, damn, I should have started this sooner. Because the stress that you experience when you really flatline your bank account, when you're like, oh, I might make that, might make, might, might make, might, I might have to make that call to my parents and ask them for some financial support. not a great proud moment and they'll they'll gladly help you but i think all of us have the capacity to buckle up and grind and uh, maybe even create a situation that we can help another so for today i feel like i've been able to share what i wanted to share about hitting rock bottom financially being disrupted and shifting your mind state about how we experience ourselves with uh, lower incomes and, and less to spend. And this, these things should not, uh, they might, but you can change that, how they affect you as a person. And I think looking at it as a game, the game right now is spend as little as possible, earn any buck that you can see. And this, this game consists out of trials and errors you might make some shitty meal because you thought you found some cheap product that's going to last for long but it wasn't as tasty as you would think or you might think you found a gig and it didn't pay that much or it was way too much effort the game the game is called trial and error but beginning the game is going to get you way ahead than waiting for the game to start because it's already begun we don't know when it's ending the whole world order is changing the economy is shifting the, re the recession is coming are you ready to still enjoy life that's the question and i think you are and i hope the things the the, the tips i shared with you will help you enjoy life so i'm gonna end the stream in a bit let me ask, 
anyone has comments, requests, any question, please shout it out. Then we'll wrap it up in a bit and I'll see you soon. I think it's going to be a Tuesday thing, definitely. And uh, more live streams to be added. But I'll be sharing stories about how I've been disrupted. And I think right now the whole world is getting disrupted. So I'll be sharing the tips I have for you. And I hope all of us feel like this is an opportunity to evolve. Thanks, Dylan. Love you, buddy. Hope you're feeling healthy. Yeah, to be fair, eh? this whole COVID thing, it's a real thing. I've got like, my sister has it. She's almost recovered. My dad has it. He's not recovering yet taking it slow i think dylan and his girlfriend has it uh, mobin had it so this is five people i already know who, who are uh, enjoying uh, the the whole situation and they're not even a statistic nobody got tested they're just suffering the what's it called symptoms of like heavy breathing painful lungs chest pains my sister was describing it as like getting stabbed in the chest and at the same time, also worrying about the financial situation. And I have a real good friend of mine who is also a doctor. So he works in a hospital and his parents are like super sensitive to catching it. So he has to be super careful. It's, it's a real thing and it's really important. Um, ah, Dylan, how do we know when you will be back with the next session? That's awesome, buddy. I will be back with the live session next week, Tuesday, 100%, 8.30, like we did tonight. And I might add another session, uh, I think, on Thursday evening, because I also want to do the Yoga Nidra sessions live. Share some free Nidra, because that's something I can do. And uh, I hope to invite some guests as well. Awesome, Elise, same here. Nice to connect. Thank you for your tips and your honesty. And don't feel bad about canceling your gym subscription. It's kind of tough to say, but this is the advice I've been giving to all business owners I know. Don't pay rent. The hell with it. Let your landlord chase you for rent. Sucks to say it, but everybody who owns a building for their business, they put down three months of deposit. Their landlord has three months of their deposit. So they can not pay rent for three months and then the landlord can start complaining. But to be really mean, I don't think like, of course, everybody's feeling it in their pocket. But the point of the whole game is to not flatline, not to go bankrupt personally, business-wise, emotionally. And that means cutting expenses that are not urgent. And you might consider rent to be urgent, but when you're running a business and you got told that you cannot operate your business and you're still paying for rent, wow, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt real bad. So I hope you understand that business owners are making the same decisions right now. I was watching a interview with uh, Kevin O'Leary even this guy is like invested in about 50 50 companies and he's sitting 
with the board, having meetings with 10 CEOs at the same time, telling all of them, just pull the plug on whatever payment you're doing. Just pull the plug. Let them come knock at our doors. And that's a tough, tough decision to make and a bad thing to share with people. But if you do not make this decision ASAP, the chances are that your business will go belly up pretty soon. And you as a person, if you look at it from a cash flow perspective, aren't that much different than a than a business. You got to watch your cash flow. So where you can save money, you should save money. Where you can earn money. And it's really hard right now. So many businesses are shut down. But I heard great suggestions. What's up, Gio? Curaçao, complete lockdown. Curaçao, its economy runs on tourism. No tourism right now. A lot of people are feeling the pain right now in Curaçao. I'm curious, Gio, what are the advice people are giving each other there? Because Curaçao, without income from, like, imagine if a country or like a nation runs on tourism, that means that the most people who work are employed in tourism. Right now, tourism is shut down. Hospitality is shut down. We cannot visit restaurants or cafes. That means a lot of people can't work. A lot of people might not get paid. In Holland, we have a lot of people still working from their home, doing their meetings. They have office jobs. We can we can relocate them. Horeca is hit heavy now. Hell yeah, I don't know how they're solving it. I, I, I have not fixed that puzzle yet. I don't know how we're going to fix it, but all I know that imagine... You're a mom of two and you work in a restaurant. All flex workers are pretty much laid off. Yeah, boom. There goes your income. You do not have a job anymore. How are you going to manage? Step one, grab that bank account. Look at the expenses. Cut, 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 cut all the things that are unnecessary. Yeah. That's the second part Geo is dropping on us. The truth, tourism won't pick up for a while, even after the virus. That's a real thing. It takes a while for these things to get up and running again. What did I just read? That Transavia canceled, canceled their flights till 6th of May. And that's, I think, that's something we have to realize. If the leaders of the free world would step on the stage... And tell us, hey guys, I got some bad news. You know, the business as usual situation? Eh, not this year. Everybody would freak out. That's why they're dropping it on us three weeks, four weeks at a time. Yeah, Joe's saying it. Hotels and big business ask for donations to pay the workers they're laid off yeah if you don't have the money you got to find it somewhere and it's a real humanitarian crisis as you would say we're going to experience a lot of financial disruption all of us and imagine that the person earning the money their family is distraught but then the local businesses are also distraught a lot of a lot of disruption is happening from the little peoples.
Yeah, big businesses asking donations from the little peoples. That's 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 amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's really weird. Like I watch a lot of uh financial news and uh, the the we were having a good session talking about how this whole situation is disrupting our finances and from my experience i know we can get through this but it requires us to move quick if you do not make the decisions that and we're back yes buddy we're back i hope geo joins again because i'm really curious about uh yeah, what we can do. I'm going to call Gio. I'm just going to put him live on the session. I love Gio's voice. Let me see. Let me see. See, Curaçao is an interesting place. I spent about a couple of months there spent writing my book. And um, it's a place that runs on tourism. So, Gio... Yeah, man, I'm I'm putting you on the microphone. You're a guest on the podcast right now. I want to hear what okay. the situation is. I don't know. Can anybody tell me, Joe? Talk a little bit. Tell them who you are, where they can find you, and then I'm gonna check if everybody can reach you. Okay. Can anyone hear me out there? Some... I'm from Curacao, uh, friend of Bijan. Uh, if you're looking for me, my last name is. Zanolino, Z-A-N-O-L-I-N-O, you can find me on pretty much all social media, and so, YouTube. Geo. But this is, if you can hear me, it's full quarantine, full lockdown, so uh, for a while they closed down the airports, and slowly they still let um, people from the island come back, but there were still a couple of routes in, I think, then the government started making um, a quarantine, and then an actual curfew. So now you can't be in groups of three, you can't really go jog or you can't go surf, all of that stuff is, is uh, you can get uh, big fines, relatively huge fines for our island. Mm, how big uh, are the fines? I think in a couple of the thousand guilders or so, which for here is, is pretty high uh, compared to the normal fines. Like in Holland, that's not so huge. So what's that, 500 euros or so? 500 euros? Yeah, that's the same amount we have over here, man. It's huge. It's huge in some cases. But I'm not. I don't know the numbers so well on all the different types of fines. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think the government probably knows a little bit more than they're telling. Because recently they found uh, one of a case of uh, the COVID at a bank. Someone okay. uh, helping clients. Okay. So it's already local, and uh, then they know it's spreading, and people, uh, it wasn't like crazy in Holland, but people were still, you know, kind of meeting a little bit and stuff. So now it's real curfew. Uh, so we got a question, we, we got a question coming in, Geo. Does the you, government uh, help companies like they do here in the Netherlands? What are the packages uh, for Curacao? Uh, not so much, but more they're trying to motivate businesses to at least uh, give people room on the rent. So at least give them a postponement on payments. Some businesses I know are trying to pay out um, the median income of your commission, maybe of the year before. A lot of people who have a salary obviously still get their salary, but all the flexible workers are laid off. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of aimed to see big ass hotels together looking for donations from like the little guys 
to pay the flexible workers they all laid off. And I know, honestly, not to be a dick, but they don't really invest in the little guy. You know, mm. so then for them to turn around, the guy will be like, oh, yeah, oh, shit, we have to lay off all these people. Like, we need the donations to pay them. And I'm like, man, come on. Like, it's a little bit pathetic. So for me, for but yeah, it is, it's, it's karma. If you build up something that is so um, afhankelijk, mm-hmm. so much, um, what was the word in English again? Dependent. Dependent. So it's just kind of crazy to see, but everything's on his head. The people that, um, that are more self-standard, mm-hmm. they can still do their work, and, and the artists are still all doing their work, but mm-hmm. um, the effects are large, and the effects on the economy will probably be lasting. Yeah. For at least a year or two. So, Sia is asking, how's the social distancing going? Well, that seems to be, everyone's fine with it. I mean, for me, I'm quarantined as an artist by nature. So, <laughs> for me, it's not hard. But uh, I do see people that are used to having a structure where they can work at, freak out a bit. Some of the people have to be home with their kids all day. It's, it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there but any, overall, is there, I think is the there any, is taking it pretty serious, is pretty there, proactive. Like, I even see the, like, trendsetters and the influencers kind of motivating to, yo, sit the fuck at home, yeah. uh, making rap songs. Like, you know, even the, the people that you would look up to are, are giving this that message, mm-hmm. stay home. Mm-hmm. Politics as well, but in politics, it's like a bunch of, a lot of reporters asking stupid-ass questions and a waste of time. A lot of the... Is there, uh, is, there is there any is there any financial support from the government? What's the outlook on that? Very little. Government really put very little money accessible. Um, yeah, I think they put like one. Uh, I, I'm not sure about numbers, but a couple of million and the monthly um, income on the island in total, I think, is over 80 million. Okay. So it doesn't barely cover anything for even a couple of weeks. And for a couple of jobs, so a lot of people are in deep shit, and it really we have to see how, what the results are. Mm. You know, if people are really gonna be hard asses and kick people out of their houses. I know oh, the wow. bank, at least the banks are giving people three months uh, on the hypothèque. Okay, three so months delay on your mortgage. Yeah, so at least they won't default on their mortgage uh, directly. So there, there's impulses from uh, businesses and banks to at least, you know, keep some calm. Mm. But overall, yeah, it's like, I guess, the rest of the world. Some people are really paranoid and want a full lockdown and a complete police state. Other people are like, wow, if I can't even go surf. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the other hand, I think most people understand, yeah, look, if it spreads that quick and uh, the hospitals can get... Uh, Overcapacity so easily, and uh, yeah, you obviously have to take uh, precautions. Yeah. Are you are you doing anything? But the work to... is going to suffer the hardest. Are you doing the anything? The work is going to suffer the hardest because I mean, there's a lot of restaurants. Yeah, that's the main economy of Curacao is hotels and and restaurants, right? Bars, all this stuff not is main, close. Not the big part of the economy, and it's definitely. Uh, the most fragile part of the economy and it's uh, the biggest growing sector of the economy so we put a lot of hope into tourism growing mm-hmm. and uh, yeah horeca restaurants all these uh, are a big part of that but they have very high overhead oh, yeah. 
Yeah, like hotels like Marriott, uh, who recently opened a large hotel here again, they had like 2,000 cancellations in two days. So, I mean, you know, they get hit, especially they just opened a lot of employees, all the rooms are going to be empty. And yeah. that's just one hotel, so. And uh, this, over the island, it's not. You have this. You have this thing in uh, Curaçao, the snack, where you can go and uh, buy beers and some snacks. Are the snacks still open or are they closed? Um, they were open till yesterday. Yesterday they had to start closing at 7 mm-hmm. or 6, even at 6 or 7 at night. Everything has to be closed. The nights before it was that you weren't allowed to sit there. So if you were sitting at the snack, that was... Um, uh crime let's say mm. but now it's really uh you can only pick up essentials you can only go out for essentials or if you have an essential job and for the rest you're expected to stay home so that's pretty much full lockdown i don't see police driving around or anything like that you know so i don't know how it's how badly it's enforced mm-hmm. you know what i mean probably not very strict strict but um the the laws are pretty much in place now that yeah if 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 you're in a group, yeah, you can definitely get get in trouble. So Giovanni is here with us from Curacao, sharing what it's like to be in complete lockdown. And uh, today was all about the financial disruption that we're experiencing. And basically, Curacao is a place where right now a whole lot of people were flex workers are laid off, and even big businesses are asking regular people to chip in and donate so they can pay the workers that are laying that they are laying off hotels are massively canceled i think uh, like everything that's related to tourism is shut down and my question to you geo is are you are you cutting on any expenses are you taking the time to look at your uh, financial situation to be fair i was taking care of my finances for a little while there uh took a little uh, hit let's say uh so we were kind of we me and my girlfriend went down to to basics already for uh, quite a few months okay now honestly the precautions make you spend a little more because like fuck it like uh, we have to spend more time at home so you know more food more all of that stuff <laughs> but the income is hit heavy the income is hit heavy uh, obviously, my girlfriend's job is on hold. She works. Uh, she's a insurance branch. Yeah. So she's like 50 agents who can't work right now, wow. and uh, she did manage to get uh, a type of three months uh, loan for all of them okay. via the. Uh, so that that but that's like a three months loan. So you're still three months behind if this lasts three months. But the income is halted, so. It's gonna be pretty heavy, and we have to see how it works out and uh, what the government does. Mm. Uh, like, yeah, it's a lot up in the air right now. Yeah. A lot is in the You know, for all I know, when we wake up, it's a completely different world. That's completely true, brother. I want to thank you very much for sharing your insights and the news from Curacao. I wish you, right. uh, I wish you strength and uh, endurance. And uh, lay off the cookies. I know you like the cookies and the candy. Love you loads. Yeah, I love, the <laughs> love the art too. Love the art. Hey, 
check out the YouTube, bro. Making a lot of psychedelic videos. Lately. I saw it, man. Check out Zanolino on YouTube and on Instagram. He's got some okay. uh, crazy stuff going on. Thank you very much, Gio. Thanks for joining the episode. Keep in touch, my man. Peace. Peace. So there you hear it. It's tough. It's tough out there. And as businesses are cutting costs, as people are not getting paid, you and I have to watch our wallets. And that means looking at those expenses, seeing what we can cut immediately, what we can postpone, and how we can make it last longer. And at the same time, being humble and looking at where we can gather some in income stream. And I think I want to round it up with really emphasizing, look at this as a game. It's not going to uh, affect you as a person and you can be good at a game. And the game is spending little, earning as much as possible. Where can I cut costs? That's bonus points in the game. Where can I save some money? That's bonus points in the game. How can I make sure that my savings last as long as possible? That's that's the aim of the game. So next week, Tuesday, 8.30, I'll be announcing the topic. And um, this Thursday evening, I'll do a live Nidra session. And I'm thinking about doing two live Nidra sessions a week. I'll let you know. Keep in touch with my Instagram, my Facebook. I'll be integrating all of this stuff in my website. And um, yeah, what can I say? This was a really nice experience for me. Tell me how the audio quality was, how the video quality was. I hope to incorporate my computer screen so I can add some more visuals so you don't have to be stuck with my face all the time. But then I can explain a little bit more about the feelings that we experience when we're disrupted. And uh, thank you all for joining. See you all at the yoga session, 8.30 Thursday night. Have a great evening and stay strong. Stay far away from me, like one and a half meters at least. And uh, if you want to go for a walk in the park, let me know.